Hey there, my name is Dan Pontifrac. I'm an author and a leadership strategist. And these are my thoughts on becoming a love-based leader. There's this great story from a couple years ago. Gentleman's name is Angelo Fracassa. And he lives in Detroit, Michigan. And it's his last day of work. And he's 86 years old. Angelo, for 60 years, worked for the IRS in Detroit. And every day he'd board a bus and he'd take that bus into downtown and he'd do his job for 60 years as one of those analysts in the Internal Revenue Service. Anyway, it's a Friday. It's his last day. And he takes the bus back home. Because that's what he's always done. But when he entered the bus this particular day, the bus changed its name from Smart Bus, with the coordinates to the northeast side in which he was heading, to Angelo's Express. And when he got on the bus, the bus driver... And a couple folks were there to surprise him with some balloons and posters and some photographs. The entire bus was decorated with words like, On to the next adventure and congratulations on your retirement, Angelo. But then when he left that first stop and headed the roughly 30 minutes to his home, which he'd, again, done for 60 years. The bus stopped at each of the stops along his route, and there waiting for him was a relative, or a colleague, or a former colleague. And as they got to each bus stop, whether it was his daughter or other children, other family, other friends, they each had balloons and gifts and were there entering the bus each and every time shouting big congratulations and big hugs. And it was a way in which to ultimately recognize Angelo for his service, for his demeanor, for his purpose. And it brings the story up really about the concept of recognition. And as that bus ultimately detoured and took Angelo to the Rogers Roost restaurant, where their family priest said grace, and there were speeches and a toast, and they had pizza and salad and pasta. It, it got me thinking about what recognition really means these days. Because in this particular story with the Fracassa family, not only was Angelo surprised, but... Each of those people along those bus route stops, be it the grandchildren, the children, 
or of course his colleagues, each of them were what? They were demonstrating a behavior, recognizing Angelo for what he'd done for a career. An amazing career at that. Imagine retiring at 86 years old, let alone working in the same organization for 60 years, let alone taking the same bus to and from work every day for 60 years, let alone working for the IRS. Good gosh. What a story. But it brings me to the point about recognition. Now, according to several studies, did you know that the recognition market in North America is over $50 billion. That's right. Employee recognition, whether that's pins, certificates, watches, you know, stuff, is over $50 billion. That is one large market. And it ranges somewhere between 1% to 2% of payroll on those merchandise pieces. But here's the, uh, the funny thing that Deloitte found out. About 87% of all the money that goes toward recognition is focused on what? Tenure. Yeah. People are recognized for living. <laughs> People are recognized for staying in their job, not for effort, not for a great job, not for demeanor, not for doing something wrong or doing something right. No, almost 90% of all monies that are invested in employee recognition goes towards tenure. Your five-year plaque, your 10-year tree, your 25-year party, etc. Now, what did I like about the story with Angelo? Well, of course, anyone who's 86 and worked for the IRS for 60 years deserves his own bus. But it's the behavior that occurred at each of those bus stops. Like the people went out of their way to think of a way in which to recognize Angelo for his service of 60 years. And they did it in such a neat, benevolent, kind, compassionate, creative way. And yes, some money went to obviously a few gifts, but what a way in which to celebrate a man. And so it dawned on me that, you know, we're doing things wrong when it comes to recognition. And I have a few things to say about the whole recognition thing that I thought you might be interested in. Uh, first of all, it may not be a big surprise to you if you know me. And that is, I think recognition comes in different forms. I think there's, there are uh, formal, informal and social ways in which to recognize people. We'll talk a bit about that. And then there's frequency. The, the amount or times in which that we are recognizing people. Uh, there, there are the ways in which to do it. 
for what purpose? So was it for something that the individual did that was customer facing and created a wonderful engagement with the customer? What about within the organization with their peers, teams? What about something that they've done that demonstrated perseverance? What if they achieve something in the organization, not on tenure, but by virtue of their competence, their productivity? What if it's just about recognizing people for fun? You know, booze cart Fridays. Thanks a lot, guys and gals, for doing what you do. Let's have a few drinks or whatever the appropriate measure is in terms of a Friday afternoon, let's say. So what I see is that when we're talking about recognition, we kind of need a toolkit. You need to know the difference between sort of low-frequency instances of recognition and high-frequency instances of recognition. Like what if we were thinking about the informal and the social ways in which to recognize people? What if there were daily ways in which for you just to be present, to be thanking people, to greet people, to sending an odd text that says, hey, thanks for what you're doing, an email, a phone call, walking by their desk, shaking their hand, giving them sort of a, you know, a tap on the shoulder, if you will, and sort of saying, hey, you know, really appreciate what you're doing today or what you did yesterday. What about... Handwritten cards. My uh, my chief corporate officer, every Christmas season, I'd get this handwritten card for 10 years. And it would outline why he was thankful for me and some of the things that I did to make his life better and easier that prior year. There's another thing that I like about recognition, and that's a really simple, easy-to-remember acronym. And it's called DNA. I learned this a while ago. The D stands for Decide What to Acknowledge. The N is Notice the Success or Notice the Behavior. And the A is Acknowledge It by Recognizing that Individual. DNA. Decide, notice, and acknowledge. And if you couple that with sort of another methodology that I've used in the past, and that is how, and more importantly, perhaps when, is recognition most effective? It's not in the tenure based recognition plaque and watch and coupon and tree that's planted those are nice but as we've discussed tenure is not really the most effective way in which to recognize someone it's almost necessary and it's a formal way in which to recognize someone five-year anniversary ten-year anniversary but that's not the only way in fact with Deloitte's research of upwards of 90 percent of that 50 billion dollars in revenue going towards the plaque and the, the gift. It's crazy. Like, I lose my mind when I start thinking about this. So anyway, what is the most effective? When you are sincere 
with that individual about something that they've done, when you're making it personal, and when you're very specific about what it is that they've done, all of that goes together with it being timely. Those are the four key things. Be sincere, be personal, be specific, and be timely. So let's unpack those for a second. When you're sincere again, right, you're, you're making it about them. And you are an individual leader or peer who is caring positively about that person. You're not doing it just because. Oh, my boss told me I should do more recognition this year, so I'm going to do it. That's balderdash. When you make it personal and couple that with it being specific, what you're doing is you're saying, look, here's why you are being recognized and this is the what that you've done. Here's you. This is the personal side. And here's what. And if you can add in the how it has helped the team, the organization, me as the leader, what have you, fantastic, even better. And then the one that almost everyone gets wrong is timeliness. Because if you go back to the model where I was referring to kind of formal and formal social, when you think about the informal and the social, those are perhaps the most important pieces of feedback and recognition to apply in so much as the high frequency, high touch points on a timely basis, making it sincere, personal, and specific, is the gold medal of recognition. It is the best way in which you will have folks saying to you, man, you know, I really appreciate my boss, my leader, for for what, what they're doing in terms of recognizing me. Now, there's some other things you can do that don't cost money other than, you know, the thank you notes and the emails and the texts and the, you know, the shoulder taps and the things that you're doing to recognize in that timely, specific, personal um, basis. And so have you ever thought about weirdly but like potluck lunches just saying hey i want to or even if you have the money go take someone out for lunch but this idea of getting people together recognizing them saying look i just want to spend some time we don't have to talk about the shop we don't have to talk about work let's just you know hang out it's a form of recognition as a leader you're sort of inviting the team the person into your world hopefully that's an informal observation that you've just understood in terms of recognition one of the things I used to do um, in a couple of the organizations that I worked for was when I took a look at the calendar and when it was, quote, the holiday season, let's say in December, you know, um, sometimes organizations don't, don't really provide enough holiday for the team or for an individual. And so if, as an example, you only have two weeks of holiday a year, well, why not during the holiday season, why not say, you know what, 
we're not really going to get a lot done on Christmas Eve. Uh, and, you know, the four-ish business days that are in between uh, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and New Year's Day, why not, why not give that as a mode of appreciation and recognition to your team for things that they've done during the year? And say, you know what? It's on me. Uh, you don't have to take it as holiday. Thank you for what you do. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate you. That is a form of informal recognition. And it can be very specific and personal. And it's timely somewhat, obviously. Because you know, as you wind down the year, many people have fiscal calendar years. And even if you didn't, you're just winding down the calendar year. What a way in which to say thanks. What a way in which to recognize people. What about giving them their birthday day off? Why not? Why not think about the odd, hey, I'll give you a Friday afternoon off just because of the things that you did this past month. Right? What's three or four hours? Well, time is the new black in the organization. We don't have a lot of budget. We can't remunerate people more and more and more and more and more. So why not recognize people through time? What about books? What about reading material? What about, hey, you know what? I saw you gave this great talk the other day, or you did this great thing in the meeting, or I saw you do this thing with the customer. I've got a couple articles for you here from HBR or Forbes or wherever. You know, that's that's an informal and or social way in which to recognize people that cost you nothing. That is sincere, specific, personal, and somewhat timely if you do it in a timely fashion. Recognition is so important for engagement, for morale, for helping folks see that they are appreciated for what it is that they're doing for you in an organization. And if you employ some of the tactics that we talked about today from the DNA model to the notion of it being timely and sincere and specific and personal, you know, you, you'll be in a situation, hopefully, like, like our man in Detroit. Angelo Fracassa, what an awesome example of people saying, you know, we can do more than, than just giving him a 60-year watch <laughs> for his time. I think, it's, I think it's just a wonderful story and something that, uh, that you, can, you can take as a leader and, and use as you can take in a way in which that will help you become that better leader. And we'll leave you with this, a quote from none other than Mark Twain. He once wrote, I can live for two months on a good compliment. Ain't that the truth? Thanks for listening to me. Dan Pontifrac. 
More about me and what I do for a living at www.danpontifrac.com. That's www.danpontifrac.com.